again. Here we go. This is Gone Mental episode 290 here on Real Punk Radio. listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, only on Real Punk Radio, and uh, I already got distracted, <laughs> um, because, uh, well, I have a guest this week, but we'll get to that. Uh, you just heard Link Ray and his Rayman with Rayman with uh, Jack the Ripper. You were listening to Gone Mental on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, only on Real Punk Radio. Hold on, I... Yeah. Sorry, my mic, if it's at different angles... It's a little squeaky. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> well, you guys will have to put up with that shit. So you're not used to perfection here. So I don't want to get weird and perfect on y'all out, out of the blue. So um, yeah, this is gone mental. This is the Thursday night wrecking pit. We're already fucking up, uh, but you're used to that. Uh, you're used to a whole bunch of psychobilly, rockabilly, garage surf. One man band honky tonk, but I'm not picking the playlist tonight. Tonight we got Rob from the local uh, Aloha from Hell guest hosting, and this is now I've officially had the entire band guest host because we've had Justin, I've had Ike, we've had Eric, and now me, and now you. <laughs> Finally. Yep. So this is first time we've had an entire band guest hosting. So you saved the worst for last. <laughs> Well, 
I mean, I could always go back and <laughs> get old members to uh, guest host. That's and true. I, I don't even know any of them, so <laughs> that would be probably awkward. I don't know. Could be. Could but be. so yeah. Um, you guys are used to guest host episodes, I'm sure, because we've done this a few times before. You know that things can get weird and uh, a little bit more disorganized than normal, so deal with it. Or um, just skip this episode and we'll see you next week. <laughs> but it's a good playlist, so just if nothing else, just, I don't know, go take a shit while I'm talking and come back for the music. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Rob. Yeah. Should we play some more music? I think so. What do we got? Uh, We got uh, some X. Johnny Hit and Run Pauline. Nice. All right. Here we go.
So, um, Rob. Yeah. What did we just hear? Uh, Race with the Devil. So, that that Cliff Gallup's playing was a huge influence. Uh, I don't know how many solos by him, I know. Um, after discovering Billy Zoom as a kid, um, I just kind of went back to the roots. Um, you know, Cliff Gallup, um, Gene Vincent, and... Well, just the greats of rockabilly, and that's where punk rock comes from. That's where rock and roll comes from. Yeah, I yeah. can't even talk. I've been having too much whiskey already. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are used to that. Yeah, that's what I figured. By the way, if anybody's curious, uh, we are as I usually do drinking rye whiskey, but Rob brought some uh, raspberry blossom mead as well. So, cheers. Doing some homebrew, doing some rye whiskey. Be fun. In pain tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, it's only Thursday. <laughs> well, I do this every Thursday night. It's just I'm going to be probably drinking a little bit more right. than usual. So it's going to be a sloppy fucking show tonight. It's only fifteen percent. I 
play guitar and I make liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Gene Vincent, what did we have before that? Uh, was it the plugs? Ombre Secreto, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, again, plugs with X, early punk rock L.A. scene, you know. I just read John Doe's book, uh, Under the Big Black Sun, not too long ago. And he was talking about them and Los Lobos and all these people that didn't fit what was popular music at the time, all kind of banded together like a band of misfits in Los Angeles. And Black Flag is with Los Lobos, with the Minutemen, with X, with, again, the plugs and all that kind of stuff. It, it's a great book. So. Nice. And that's part of where I come from. I grew up in Southern California, so hanging out in people's garages and, um, you know, having the shake weed that the older brothers had left in their bag after skateboarding, and then uh, turning us on to, uh, you know, whatever music was was going on at the time and what they were listening to. And X was a big uh, influence on what was going on, so. Nice. Right. Before that, we had, what was that? Was that Agent Orange? Yeah, Too Young to Die. Right? Uh, Living in Darkness. And then possibly, we're not sure yet, but Aloha is going to be opening up for those guys in August when they come to the Turf Club. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, kid heroes. I mean, I don't know how many times I did face plants to Agent Orange playing in the background <laughs> on half pipes. <laughs> Such a good fucking band. Yeah. It's awesome that it's still. I'm, um, I'm probably going to be out of town and miss that show again. I think I was out of town last time they came through, which sucks. But Agent Orange fucking, uh, I think I mentioned, one of the, Living in Darkness is one of my top five fucking favorite albums. Absolutely. Yeah. And Aloha covers um, uh, Bloodstains. Yes. And, and I, I remember the first time I saw you guys play that, I was like, fucking just, I was like, holy shit. Because that's, in my <laughs> mind, Bloodstains is one of the best punk rock songs ever written. Um, and if you disagree, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Good thing I don't. <laughs> or else you cut me off. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, you obviously like it. You yeah, play it. Of course. But, I mean, I'm just the listeners. If you, if they disagree, they're they're wrong. Then they can burn in hell. Well, <laughs> rock and roll is the devil's music, so I mean that's that's true. Probably not a bad thing. I mean, I figure I'm going there with the greats, right? I can hang out with Jimi Hendrix and Stiv and everybody else. <laughs> Save me a seat. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, in, unless I get there first. <laughs> I've, I've been known to make a few bad decisions in my life, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, haven't we all? But, yeah, you know, the with Agent Orange, and then, you know, we decided to throw in uh, some Dick Dale, Miserloo, and, you know, just change the key of it and throw that in for the solo part of it. So we do our kind of, I don't know, Beatles Grey album mashup with it. <laughs> Agent Orange and Dick Dale. Well, I mean, they... they played that song. Yeah. So it's super fitting. Right. So. In the different key. <laughs> well. Not to get all music theory and shit. <laughs> I, I barely know anything about music theory, so I, I want to notice. I mean, <laughs> if you've ever heard me, well, you, you've never heard me sing because I try not to force that on anybody, but you'd know I'm damn near tone deaf. So... <laughs> All that 
years as you dig it. I mean, it's, it's most most punk rock bands. Right. That's what it's all about. Yep. Um, what do you think? Should we go into some more music? Yeah, let's do that. And then we'll have some more uh, rye and mead. And... Okay. <laughs> Sounds fucking good to me. What do we got coming up? Uh, where are we? Um, I lost track of my list. <laughs> it's the meteors. Oh, meteors. Corpse Grinder. Yes. All right. Here we go.
<laughs> we were That's talking. Totally great. We were just talking about how fucking great that Toxines album was. Because that's well, not was it is it's the album still exists. Right. I was just reminiscing because <laughs> we all know how much I dig nostalgia. It's uh, a new album. What's that? It's a new album. It's it just came out not too long ago. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was it was actually on my um, at the end of the year. I always do like the top release that that was on last year's top five releases of the year. I think it was like number two, the Shack Shakers new album beat that one out. Well, I, I was just saying, Bad Girls Go to Hell. That's a song I wish I would have written. Um, no offense, Rob. I, I think the with Ariel on vocals, I think she does it a justice that that you. Well, I don't think Justin could even do the the justice on vocals for that because I was thinking little baritone. <laughs> no, I, I think Ariel fucking just nailed yes. the vocals on that track. I, I was thinking angel trumpets and devil trombones. <laughs> no, she did absolutely. It's a great fucking song. It is. And uh, what, what did we do before that one? Was it Daisy's Up Your Butterfly? Yes. Again, great song, man. It's it, it's one of the ones that a lot of people don't know by the cramps. And it's one of their originals, but it's in the classic rock Billy vein. You know? Yeah. I've, I've repeatedly um, on this show, and I, I remember, uh, I have to admit, I remember like in the first year of the show when I was still... Like just a podcast, not a live show. Um, and I was talking about upcoming events, and it was an aloha from hell. And I, I mentioned because I, I repeatedly have called the Cramps a cover band, and they are. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, aloha from hell. They're a tribute. Like they're a great band, but basically they're a cover band of a cover band. <laughs> well, what I say is that we cover songs that the Cramps shoulda, woulda, coulda right covered. Right, and you guys have evolved a lot because I remember um, there's like a year where I wasn't going out at all and then when I came back and I like first noticed you guys were playing more than just cramp songs when you played Bloodstain right and I was just like this isn't a cramp song but holy fuck this is awesome <laughs> well but, I mean that's how I feel about those guys and so we've been writing more original stuff and well, like all the bands, the classic bands from the '60s, that they were essentially cover bands, and then they would sneak one or two of their originals in, and then wow, now you have the Sonics all of a sudden. Right. Well, I mean, it, it seems these days a lot of bands kind of get some grief for playing covers when right. you look at it, like especially like back to like the the heyday of like Sun Records and stuff like that. Yep. You know. Every big name would play the same fucking. You know, the, the label would buy the song, and they would have their whole fucking crew do it. Right. Where, which is why, like um, Elvis, you know, did "Blue Suede Shoes," which was a Carl, Carl Perkins, Perkins song. Right. And, well, Elvis was based. But Elvis never wrote a fucking single. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was, Your most original thing about Elvis was Scotty Moore. <laughs> he was. He was a pop star. He was he a was. figurehead. Yeah. He brought exposure to rock and roll, so I can't talk a ton of shit, but he was kind of like the 1950s, 1960s version of Justin Bieber. Yeah, for sure. 
Although, you know, the, the gold uh, LeMay sparkle uh, suit, you know, you can't... How you can knock that? <laughs> it, set the Billy, it set up Billy Zoom for his gold sparkle Gretsch. Or uh, silver sparkle Gretsch. Well, I just, I just had to throw that Elvis thing <laughs> in there because I... I like making fun of Elvis. Uh, so do I. I'm sorry. All right. I will. <laughs> All right. So before the cramps, we had. Uh, speaking of Carl Perkins. Right. So we. Yeah. Before the cramps, we had uh, Race with the Devil, and uh, yeah. So, uh, well, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> We've we've been drinking meat and uh, everything else, but yeah, I mean, if we're gonna do race with the devil, Gene Vincent, and that was that was the last set. Oh yeah, that was the last. Carl set. Perkins. Carl Perkins. Duh. <laughs> I don't even remember what I'm doing anymore. That's how much I've been drinking. Honey, don't. Which yes. means I'm doing my job yes. here. I'm like, wait a second, race with the devil, honey, don't. Uh, so, honey, don't. Carl Perkins, right? He's a quintessential guitarist that everybody should, needs to know if you're into rockabilly, or punk rock for that matter. Um, genius song. Uh, Crystal's in the chat. Oh, she is now. Uh, well, I was going to tell her, uh, I'm glad she is. <laughs> there, there was something but it, last night, but I'm glad she's healthy and well and we're, she's with us right now. A ginger witch, right? That's her. Uh, yep. Nice. Ginger witch, fourteen oh six. All right. Good juju. It worked, man, for a change. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it, it's as far as you know, rockabilly guitar and, and punk rock stuff goes. I mean, really, they're only they're a dice throw away from each other. Right? Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's the roots. It's the roots of, of what's, you know, you go back to Howlin' Wolf or whatever, not to give a history lesson, but that's that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard, I, I've used the expression, and I've heard a number, um, I think the first time I've heard the expression 1950s rock, or 1950s punk, or 50s punk, mm-hmm. was... Um, uh, if you're familiar with Radio Oblivion, which was like mm-hmm. one of the first podcasts I listened to, one of the, in my mind, was still one of like the best podcasts that's ever Absolutely. been out there. Um, but but some of those old, especially like the the one that stands out the most in my mind is, is like Ronnie Self. Just the energy there is just like there's nothing you can fucking call it other than '50s punk. Right. It's the punk rock energy, that punk rock, just raw, um, just the raw power to it. It's like. Yeah, sure. They dressed cleaner, right. but I mean, you've seen them like see like Jerry Lee Lewis on stage. It's like they they go fucking nuts. I mean, sure they're not spinning on the audience and blowing snot rockets, and but they have that same punk rock raw energy to them. It's, well, and that's what the New York Dolls were doing, and Iggy Pop, Iggy and the Stooges. That's they're trying to recapture that, right? It's. It, it's music that's not for overthinking it. Just feel the fuck out of it. You know? yeah. Don't overthink it. Just rock the <laughs> shit out of it. Yep. <laughs> and if you have sensors or a delay, I suppose we're being bleeped right now. Right? We don't do that. This is <laughs> this is not 
broadcast radio, which I, every week I tell people broadcast radio has fucking failed us. Um, it, it's not. Basically, it's... Yeah, this is internet radio. This is realpunkradio.com. I knew that, but you had uh, warned me that once upon a time, you were on broadcast radio. Sort of. I was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know the history. Yes, um, but yeah, we swear here a lot. But I know it well. <laughs> I have Mostly no because you drink as much as we do on the show, and talk about a subject you're passionate about. Well, then you should fucking swear about it and be excited about it. Fuck yeah! Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Oh, and then uh, where where did we go back? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There were two songs before Carl Perkins. I got distracted. Uh, Delta Bombers was that the one before? Yes. Okay. Fucking such a good fucking band. It, great fucking band. Witch Doctor. In did my you own- see them when they played with the Blasters? Yes. That was amazing. Yep. And. Such a good show in both bands. Like and that was my first time ever seeing the Blasters too. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, so when they uh, switched with uh, X, and then Billy Zoom went to the Blasters, and um, you know their guitar player went with X, and they they did. Did you know that about that? I didn't. Yeah, there was a weird period in like the late '80s where they switched guitar players. Hmm. Yeah. Dave Alvin went with X for a minute, and then Billy Zoom went with the Blasters. It was like this weird cross-pollination of Southern California rockabilly punk rock. Well, a lot of the music scenes in specific like areas are often kind of incestuous, where they do that sort of thing. I've played with the Shifters, who well, used to be the Violent Shifters once or twice. Look at at like <laughs> once. Like, Elmer has played upright for pretty much every band in the Twin Cities who's right. ever had an upright. Right. Uh, Mutt's played with a crazy amount of bands. Um, and there's there's a number of musicians who have played with, like, every other fucking musician in the entire, like, six states all around. You right. know? <laughs> well, randomly, I have people walking up to me saying that I'm Mutt's doppelganger. I don't know if Mud gets the same thing. Oh, shit. Oh. We over-talked. Oh. <laughs> this is Billy Childish. Billy Childish. Like right. the pipe. We'll talk later. Yeah, right. <laughs> you You don't- 
So that yes. was the dwarves. That was actually I, I mentioned earlier. That was my introduction to the dwarves like a while ago. It's I such a, a great song. I I had I've had like so many friends that were into the dwarves. Um, my friend Mike, who you guys who listen probably know, Mike he did the gun arm show. He's been a guest a few times. Uh, his band Trim Reaper played with the dwarves. I think it was Trim Reaper that played with the dwarves. It was Rob Tassava. Um, yeah. And uh, and the Dead Boys as well. Actually. Yes, they they, they offended um, Merle Allen. No way. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why uh, he'll never come back to the Twin Cities because something the uh, Trim said on stage. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I don't remember the the background of it. I just heard that <laughs> it's like if you're Gigi Allen's brother and you're offended by something. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. How does that work? I'm not even sure how that works. <laughs> that means you're riding coattails, which I think was probably the comment that wasn't made. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking swastikas and human blood and all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I heard every all these friends of mine who I respect musically... Um, as far as their taste in music mentioned the dwarves and never really got around to it and then I have this comp uh, Fistful of Rock and Roll that that song was on there I was like oh this is the dwarves I'm like holy shit so, and then I went out and, and this will date how recently I got into the dwarves um, I bought everything they had on their band camp page nice. so um, yeah it was like a year ago and, <laughs> but well that's cool though now now like uh, whenever I work out, you like ninety percent of the time I'm just listening to nothing but the dwarves. So it's well, I mean the whole thing about it, it's it's the proto punk. They capture it. It's like it's not hardcore. It's not this polished genre. It's just straight fucking rock and roll. And it's weird. It's like and they they rap sometimes too. Yeah, they <laughs> which, do. Which, by the way, hardcore and rap. And Ike and I were just talking about this last night at rehearsal. That rock and roll and and, and rap and hip-hop have a lot in common with each other. Like, think about Minor Threat and and how Ian lays it down. He's not singing. He's laying it down, right? And so there's this weird crossover that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They have more in common than you think. Well, I mean, even even if you go back as far as, like, okay, so we call Rockabilly, like, 50s punk. Right. And I've always said, and I've this may just be me pushing my agenda, uh, but I've had people agree I with like me. I like your agenda, so don't, don't uh, worry about me. I've, I've often said that, like, real old school, like, roots rockabilly and real roots country are, are pretty much stylistically the same exact fucking thing. They are. And if you follow through, and I, I've, I've talked some shit about whatever that country, that pop country guy uh, that sings about a solo cup. I, I don't remember his fucking name, but <laughs> I was just like, for a while, I was just like, this isn't, he's not even fucking, this isn't country, this is like some spoken word, like, Shatner shit. Right. But then you go back and look at, like, Red Sovine. He's a rocket. There, there, there is... A, a historical precedent for country spoken word like Hank Hank Williams did absolutely the uh, Red Sovine which my introduction which to Red I'm Sovine. related to Hank Williams by the way it's a weird thing I am really yes 
can you punch Hank 3 for me for fucking just <laughs> riding Wayne the Train Hancock's dick a little too hard? I would probably be arrested, but my, gr- my granny's mother's main name is Williams. Because I, I honestly, I, I when I first heard Hank 3, I, I fucking loved it. Uh, me too. Uh, but as it goes on, it just... I, I get that he doesn't have to prove anything because who his granddaddy was, but it just it, daddy it, it feels a little trying too hard. It does. But um, but I digress. So we're talking about like rap. So I mean, there there are like roots there for like the the punk rock, the the roots music and spoken word kind of which translates to rap. Um, and and you look at like some of the early rap stuff and hip hop whatever you want to fucking call it and it's, it's it had the same Grandmaster Flash right you know, whatever I mean that's it's the same genius and it's the same music of rebellion absolutely yeah, every culture in every body how they can relate to it like co-ops what they want to do to say fuck the man yeah Cause I, and you look at like um like bands like Public Enemy when they played with Anthrax and uh, yeah, you know Ice T the, the the body count thing where he Absolutely. you know he's a rapper who who played in a thrash band. Absolutely, and, you know, there's a lot of crossover there. Well, and it's like even I'll go even further back. Uh, Youth Brigade, what you gonna do about the Man in Blue? Like even one of the first crossover on BYO records in like 1980 maybe. Something like that. And this is before Blondie co-opted this stuff when she did uh, Rapture and all that. Yeah. Like, what you going to do about the man in blue? These are white guys. Like, they had already picked up on it in California for God's sake. Oh, shit. I just realized you've had, like, three whiskeys that I forgot to put ice cubes in. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I got this ice bucket. Oh, you have an ice bucket? Yeah. Damn it. You never told me. Well, and I got ice tongs, so I don't have to touch it with my actual hands. I, I'm fancy as <laughs> fuck, dude. Look at that. Now you got an ice, it's not a cube. It's I like got a, a cube. It's like a crescent moon. It is. Ice. It is. So, yeah, man. I mean, okay, so uh, did we want to talk about any of the other songs? Oh, probably. I don't know. Probably, but I don't care. Um, oh, I do have to say one thing. Do we have a minute or two before it warns us? Oh, yeah, we got like four minutes before this okay that music's done so Aloha from Hell is playing at Palmer's for Sleaze World your dogs just came downstairs yeah well, I noticed that <laughs> that means my son's going to bed oh it's all good so we're playing at Sleaze World with Slim Stone from Liquor Beats Winter who we played earlier tonight and Eric Levy from the Pitch of Fits so uh, Electrocute from Black Hearts Burlesque is playing there on, uh, well, she's performing. She does her thing at Lush uh, every Friday, and Dr. Sketchy's at 331. And then Bombshell LaBelle, who we all know, right? You know Bombshell. I, I don't. Oh, you don't? All right. I, I've she been... does the Valentine VFW Burlesque at the last Thursday of every month. I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am... I'm like a, well not not like a judgmental kind of prude but like I'm I'm embarrassed easily about uh, burlesque always makes me feel very embarrassed for yourself yeah well mostly yeah <laughs> <laughs> mostly for, yeah for myself basically because you know there's attractive women doing attractive things and I'm like with like a group of 
like a group of like a hundred fucking people. Which is awesome though, because they own their shit. That's well, what I yeah. love about it. But I, I don't know if you don't. I went to Catholic school my entire. Oh, life. I don't know that about you. Yeah. So, so guilt and repression is like hard corded into my DNA by now, <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> that, so, so, so I was baptized. Uh, no, I was blessed a Mormon. I went through oh, Catholic shit. catechism. I went through Lutheran confirmation, and I was confirmed and baptized as Lutheran. So, I don't know, man. It's all a wash on me I, I went to Catholic school. My, my parents are evangelical, right-wing fundamentalists. Oh. And I play the devil's rock and roll. <laughs> Every Thursday night, well, I drink as much whiskey as I can. Well, and because I my homebrew. and my parents are chemical dependency counselors. Irony can be so ironic sometimes, <laughs> or it's just a sad forty-year-old man still rebelling against his parents. <laughs> yeah, well, I play rock and roll, so I'm a, I'm a hair older than you. So, <laughs> what are you gonna say? <laughs> all right, so what? what song did we do? We just mentioned... Uh, oh, we're still talking about the dwarves. Uh, yeah, the dwarves, right? Genius. Uh, Before that was the Shack Shakers. Shack Shakers. So, pa- Paducah, Kentucky is where they're from. Yes. My grandmother, my family is from Carroll, Illinois and Paducah, Kentucky. Like, I am from there, transplanted to Southern California with Alabama roots related to Hank Williams via Florida because that's where everybody lives now. So, Shack Shakers. Like, so Paducah, you're, you're like, I, I you're spent like many Kev- summers in Paducah, Kentucky. So you're like Kevin Bacon of rock and roll where you're connected oh, yeah. to everyone. I'm fucked. But I don't make nearly as much money as him. <laughs> What's Kevin Bacon even doing these days? Is he making any money? I, maybe Tremors 4? I have no idea. I think he was only in the first Tremors, and they're up to five now. Oh, they are? Yeah. I've only seen the first three. I've only seen the first three. I was really, really hungover and made my wife watch the uh, the first three um, on Netflix one Saturday, like, years and years ago. No regrets. Uh, <laughs> there, was this, there was a TV series, too, for a while. The first Tremors was great. Fred Ward? I... I I think they were all great. Yeah, well, I think so, too. I mean, I don't know. I play in Aloha from Hell. It's oh, all B-movie horror. We, we over-talked. Hold on. Let me throw on some more bed music, and right. we'll go back to... Oh, come on. Can you go back? Yeah. Um, I can do whatever I want. This is my... <laughs> We're just making up as we go along. Um, there we go. Okay, yeah, so we got another five minutes. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, Jake said we can go long. So we're going long. We're going long. About a half hour or so. I'm good. Which isn't the longest. Well, that, that's maybe the longest. No, when Eric was on last time, I think we went 45 minutes. Eric past. has great stories, man. So he's going to get autographs from Keith Morris and all the Black Flag and like I that's have, where he's this I, I do have to say Keith Morris Black Flag is the best Black Flag damn straight damn straight so he's going out there this in in and he's interviewing these guys Steve Caballero and like everybody from that era 
in, and they're just like, yeah, meet me at the tattoo shop. Meet me at this place, this diner. I'll, I'll love to talk to you, man. I'll hang out. You want to hang out for an hour? You want to hang out for two? I'll, I'll, bye. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's, uh, he's working on a, a radio show. Eric is. Yeah, he told, yeah, he was talking about it last night. The Red Reefer Radio. Yes. And he said that you were talking to him about it. As long as he still wants to do it on Real Punk Radio, it will be a Real Punk Radio show. I think it'd be fucking amazing. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I am. I've I've been trying, basically every time I have a guest, I try to talk them into doing a show on Real Punk Radio, which, um, once we're off the air, I'll probably try to do it. Or maybe I've failed so bad. No, uh, you obviously haven't listened to that many of my past episodes. <laughs> oh, no, I've there, heard. There's no such thing as failing in my mind. I've heard a um, few. That's why I came with note cards. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got I got Mike, Mike Felt to, yeah. to do the Gun Arm show for a while, and then he... It's, it's a tremendous commitment to do a, a radio show. It is. Um, but uh, I've talked Justin into it, but we just never got around to it. Um... Justin would be awesome. Yeah, he's well, he's got that radio voice. He does have a radio voice, and well, I play in a band with a guy, so he has great taste in music. He does. I mean, otherwise, I'd, I'd call him a douchebag and just kick him in the side of the road, or maybe he'd do that with me. I have no idea. Well, it could be mutual. We could both kick each other and call each other douchebags. It's oh, wait, so that's weird. how it works when you play in a band together. Kind of dig what the other guy's doing. It's like a relationship. Maybe we should see like counselors and things. Nobody can see my like weird, weird convoluted hands I'm making at this point. Uh, that's all right. I I do hand gestures as I'm. <laughs> most I was like Nobody yin them. and yang. I, it's taken me um what seven years now to just now realize that nobody sees the hand gestures that I'm doing as I'm yeah. talking. Yeah. Well, we're hanging out, and your dog's licking my ankle as we're talking. He's supposed to be uh, upstairs by now. <laughs> That's okay. As long as it's at least Dottie's not barking anymore. Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right, so what are we going to? Um, well, we just talked about the Shack Shakers before that. Absolutely. Was... From Paducah, Kentucky. My grandmother, who lived to be 104, is from Paducah, Kentucky. I actually care Illinois, which is on the other side of the river. Before that, we had... Uh, Liquor Beats Winter. Yep. Twin Cities Band. Genius song. And David's playing with us. Okay, so I'm going to bring it up again. So, we're playing uh, Sleaze World on Saturday the 19th of this month, uh, May. And Eric Levy from the Pitch of Fits and David from Liquor Beats Winter are doing their two-band man thing. And they're genius as Yep. <laughs> Dan's walking away for a second, so he's leaving me. All right, yeah, he, he says he's going to be right back. This is how we roll. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing the thing, and then uh, we're having Black Hearts Burlesque uh, with Electrocute. She does elect. She does Doctor Sketchies, and then she does uh, Black Hearts Burlesque at Lush every Friday. And then Bombshell LaBelle does the Valentine VFW Burlesque. On Thursdays, the last Thursdays of every month, in the Buttercup Flowers, who came down and rehearsed with us last night, which was great. 
Uh, she's part of Le Cirque Rouge, Amy Buchanan's troupe. So we're gonna have Sleaze the World in. Well, that's what Aloha excels at. I don't know. Punk rock, lowest common denominator, sexy. I don't know what any. I don't even know where anything belongs. But you don't know, fuck don't, label. I don't know. I really feel like a band that was established. God damn it! Hold on. Dan says, "Hold on." I, I, I hear Iggy Pop waiting to be queued up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we talked over another five minutes, but I, I really right. think a band that's that's a, a tribute to the Cramps fits with Burlesque. Oh, more than. Of course. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I, I heard the word sleaze in there, which. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it fits. Well, so here's the thing. I mean, like the women own their shit, and that's what it should be. Right. Like, rock and roll, dancing, sexuality, like, all of it. Just lay it out there for everyone, like, as a goddamn palette. And then you make of it as what you will. That's how Aloha rolls. So I think, I think since we've done, like, a 15, maybe 16, 17-minute air break now. Oh, Jesus. We should go into the next set. <laughs> yep. Now. Next set. So you probably heard the intro or the beginning of Iggy Pop or Iggy and the Stooges like half a dozen hours. for the 18th time now. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just finally fucking play it. Give the man a release.
headphone back on my ear <laughs> to my eye. I think I've drank too much tonight. Yeah, noise privy to what we've discussed. Secret dark secrets of our alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just having fun. <laughs> Alright, so is the damned. Neat, 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 neat. God damn. What a great song. And not many people will actually get the connection, but that is where half of the name of the band, Dead Bundy and the Neat, Neat, Neats, came from. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which I did. And I talked to Elmer about that once. He's like, you get it. And I'm like, yes. He's like, duh. He's not even an original member. I know. It's like, who doesn't get that anyway? Yeah, I, I kind of got that the first time I saw the band name. Well, so, okay. Nini. Oh, damn, Dan. <laughs> Your whiskey. <laughs> Your whiskey's gotten too it's not like I made the whiskey. I just bought it at the store. I just brought you the mead. The federal government <laughs> prohibits me from actually making my own whiskey. So, for the record, there is no way I would ever possibly make my own still because it's against the law. But I would never do that to Donald Trump. And I've noticed that I'm playing a punk rock band and I really care what's against the law. I know, because laws are important. They're very important. We want. We have to reinforce these things. We want to make America great again. <laughs> because there was a period in history where it wasn't. I, I dogged my earphones off. MAGA. Yeah, we have to MAGA. MAGA the world, dudes. Anyway. So, yeah. The last one, right? Neat, 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 neat. That pretty much sums it up in a fucking nutshell. And, well... And, before that... Yes. Oh, oh, where were we at? I, I, I had a list. <laughs> I don't even anymore. It's on, on Dan's show, and everybody knows. It's Man or Astro Man. Oh, Man or Astro Man. Man, just burn out. What a great song. So, if you're in the Indy 500, I've been there, and everyone's going to burn their engines to hell. The closest I've been to the Indy 500 was... Have you ever been... There's Jim Falls, Wisconsin. There used to be the the old barn fest. Yes! I, I was there one year. And um, so my... I slept in a, a racetrack. That's the closest I've ever been to the Indy 500. Uh, the closest I've ever been to... Yeah. It would be in California and Del Mar racetracks, I guess. With ponies. Yeah. Ponies? Well, yeah, Del Mar. They have the big race in Del Mar in California. It's like the racetrack. They have a racetrack in Del Mar. That's that's not a car race. No. (laughs) It's horses. I... We, we lost each other a while ago. So. I, think, I think we made <laughs> We lost each other somewhere between the California of like Black Mountain Road and Calamunga. I think I think we've been overserved, so I'm gonna pour some All right. Aid. So did you finish off my whole rest of the trout? 
No, it was Manor Astroman. Before that was Crystal in the chat mentioned it was her favorite song. Good. New Rocket Union. Yeah, man. I love those guys. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say it like Spicoli. My dad's got an ultimate set of tools. He's a TV repairman. <laughs> I'm really it. glad that you don't have a car here. <laughs> I had to say it, dude. <laughs> I have to say, of all the people I've encouraged to irresponsibly drink on the air, you're the second drunkest. No, I'm the second sexiest. Suckiest. Well, oh, shit. Okay, so oh, that's, shit. that's the episode. Oh, Stick around for Zorch Radio. Wait. No, we're done. <laughs> Stick around for Zorch Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Here is Iggy Pop. Bye.
to me. Dad, isn't this a shame? 